0: preached my triumphal entry message uh, in Luke, and I wanted to just take a break this week and look at a very familiar passage of scripture, John 19, several years ago. Pastor Belko, I did a series titled The Politics of Pilate at Easter. I'm gonna take one of those messages and exegete for you today, the third of that series, but I'm gonna title it, Pilate's Rejection, of Jesus going into Easter this year the world still rejects Jesus, amen we want to take a good look at this passage so from John 19 John 19 verses 1 through 5 let's read it together shall we? begin so then Pilate Took Jesus and scourged him. And the soldiers twisted crown of thorns and put it on his head. And they put on him a purple robe. And then they said, Hail, King of the Jews! And they struck him with their hands. Pilate then went out again and said to them, Behold, I am him out to you, that you may know that I find no fault in him. Then Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. And Pilate said to them, Behold Amen. the man. Amen. Look at somebody sitting next to you. Oh, neighbor. Amen. Oh, neighbor. Amen. Behold the One that reveals the danger of trying to please the world instead of being pleasing to Christ. According to this passage, these daughter Pilate had a chance to do what was right. But because of his willing to willingness to compromise and to be complicit with criminal activity, he chose instead to follow the crowd and reject
1: Jesus.
0: There are two people on display in this passage this morning. There is Pilate, the governor, who is persecuting an innocent man and then there's Jesus who's enduring the greatest injustice ever seen by humanity Pilate in this case is issuing the punishment but in reality it's himself who was really on trial Pilate's faith is on trial. Pilate's integrity is on trial. Pilate's manhood is on trial. Pilate's leadership is on trial. His eye for justice is on trial. It looks bad for Jesus, but Pilate is the one who really stands guilty and is on trial in this text. You see, Jesus has been accused of treason. Sister Wilson, he's even been prepared for punishment. But in the supernatural realm, Jesus is really on assignment to redeem from a faith worse than death. Pilate in this story is given a chance to come into faith in Christ. But because of the things he has, his position he has, he cannot afford to convert. Nope. So he chooses to compromise. Pilate is trying in this passage to win the respect of the crowd, and yet to also give them what they want while he himself acts like he's innocent. Here's what I learned in this passage. The truth of the matter is this, Wilson. We all have sometimes played the pilot. I'd expect the way man. When I rehearsed this model, that came out different. <laughs> but the truth is, we would rather please the mob instead of stand for Christ. Somebody looking at me right now, all a line and on land. You're struggling, beloved, I understand. It's because the call to be pilot is screaming in your ears. <laughs> You see, sometimes, like Pilate, you want to be okay with the world, and don't want to be guilty of rejecting Jesus at the same time. Well, however, I stopped by to tell you, the reality of your decision is this, beloved. You can't follow the Christ and please the world. You got to
1: choose.
0: Pilate didn't want to kill Jesus. Read, read, the rest of 18 and the rest of 19. He didn't want to, but the pressure was overwhelming. There are three things I learned in this passage and I'll let you go, beloved, i share them with you today. I want to look at Pilate's compromise, Pilate's complicity, and Pilate's confession. Be all in here, David Can I go to work? Verse 1, the Bible says, under Pilate's compromise, so then Pilate, he took Jesus and he scourged him. That one little verse is loaded, let me uh, work right here. When we come to this portion, when we come to this portion, we see a diabolical decision that's just been made by Pilate, right, to persecute Jesus even when he knows he hasn't done anything. He makes a conscious decision. I'm going to do something to him because these people need need to show him, right, that I'm on their side. He doesn't want to do wrong, but yet he can't afford to have enemies that oppose his leadership. We call that peer pressure. He doesn't want opposition in this life. In fact, he wants to be accepted and approved. of. Am I talking to anybody here today? He wants the hostile crowd, Reverend Nichols, To think well of his leadership and his identity, his his identity and his ideas, his progressiveness. So, so he comes up with a plan. I'll just torture him a little bit, hoping that that will settle the public cry for blood. When they see him whipped a little bit, they'll know. Okay, I'm gonna teach you a little lesson. But read the text again. The Bible says, so Pilate took Jesus. You see that there? And scourged him. You should circle that word scourge, in your in your Bible. Why? Well, what this text is teaching us is again, I can mention Pilate didn't want to kill me. He just wanted the angry mob to be satisfied with him abusing Jesus. Even though he was innocent of crime against him. He was comfortable, watch this now, with a little social injustice. Oh my, 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 my. <laughs> he was comfortable, murder with a little bad policing. Oh. <laughs> he was comfortable with a little bit of abuse of power. Yeah. He was comfortable, Mother Caldwell, with a little evil activity against an innocent man. Oh this was the lawkeeper. Why was he comfortable, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. As long as it meant that Pilate could keep his power and his position and his influence with the world, somebody got to get with. Some community got to be mistreated in order for me to stay in power. Am I in here? Perhaps there's a pilot in the house today. And you two have decided to give Jesus over for a public mocking so that you may be accepted by the crowd. You know, you laugh at the stand-up to comedians who make jokes about Jesus. Perhaps there's a little pilot in the house today. And you've decided not to side with Christ all the way and his witness for the world in exchange for a public position or part-time prominence. You are what I call, beloved one, a compromiser.
1: Perhaps there's a fire in the house
0: today, Reverend B, and it's, it's their turn to give up Jesus just to have a little more influence with the world. So, you know what that makes you? A compromise. The problem with all of this is that the blood of Jesus is still required at your hands. Whether you like it or not. Here's what I learned in this passage, Destiny. Pilate was responsible, darling, for what would happen next. And they were known for three types of sturgeon. One, they had what I call, I'll just use this, a level one sturgeon. The level one sturgeon was just a few lashes and, you know, beat them up, slap them around and give them a stern warning, don't you ever do this again. I think that's what Pilate was hoping for. And then they had what was called the an said it's a level two surgery, And this one involved a flogging. Uh, you know, like you've seen you know, on the Passion of the Christ. And this, this was severe. And it was intent to bring the victim into a full state of submission. It was a good old butt whooping. And it always included about 39 stripes or 39 lashes. And that was level two. That was pretty bad. You know, and that God would show people that we're serious about what we've done but the level three was the one where they took level one and level two and multiplied. Can I say some more? In the level three last year, they took the whip or the cat of nine tails and they wove into the strands bone, rocks, and glass, and metal. And what they would do is they would make the individual something that was called the flog. It was like a public stool that stood in the Roman uh, praetorium. They had to lay across and then they whooped them with the 39 lashes. Now this was the one that scholars say most people didn't
1: survive.
0: They actually were killed because of discouraging. scourge. Even when they killed him, what they would do is just take the dead body out and hang it up on the cross. So people could see how cruel the Roman government, the Roman government was. Am I making sense? hiding was the symbol of justice and cruelty. So when he says, the Bible says that he took him out and he scourged him, even though he knew he was innocent. What it does is it shows you how Pilate's compromise is so ruthless. What, what did I learn from that? Here's what I learned. Brother Caleb, I learned, be careful son, what you do with your witness of Jesus. Be careful, be careful in your season of compromise who you give him over to. we're not careful, we're going to continue to in a little more, and a little more, and a little more with the trends of society. And you start accepting things like a gay lifestyle. You start accepting things like abortion. You start accepting things like racism, and preferring this group over another group, and you start doing it because you just compromise. I don't want no trouble. I don't want to get no me, I know her. I grew up with them. That's my girl. I know what's wrong with her. And little by little you just start to compromise. My, my. And you start bending. You bending, and then now you ease into what I call complicity. right. Which is point number two. Mm-hmm. Look at Pilate's complicity. The Bible says when Pilate gave them over. Look at verse 2. And the soldiers. They twisted a crown of thorns, and they put it on his head, and they put on him a purple robe. This wasn't part of the scourging. See how they took it to the next level? And then they said, hell, king of the Jews. And then they struck him with their heads. Now like when we come to this critical portion of the text, Pilate's complicity puts what I call an innocent man in harm's way. Yeah, yeah. You see, because of his complicity, the soldiers kick up their demonic cruelty. Why? They got him on his side now. Pilate's on their side. Y'all in here? He's giving them the green light to whip Jesus, and so they step up and do more than what it was intended to be done. Okay, let me say it this way: They got turned up because they had an open door to act up. Y'all better hear me then. Don't you believe for one moment the world gonna get turned down? It's gonna keep turning up, and the more you give them open door privileges, they are gonna go higher and higher and higher. In fact, what we see in this passage is a new level of hostility. the Savior of the world. Can I turn the light off? The word complicit means because I know some of
1: y'all
0: are Googling it right now. It means to participate. behavior. He too is guilty of punishing Jesus. Brother Ralph's daughter, let me say it another way. This verse reveals to me that they were denying the Lordship of Christ in what I call despicable ways. And it all happens in accordance with Pilate, their leader's complicit behavior. To reject Jesus, why? Because the crowd wanted to see him crucified. Secondly, the Bible says that they twisted a crown of thorns. This really got me, and put it on his head, and they put on him a purple robe. Why? This got me because how did just commission them to punish him? He didn't tell nobody to make him a crown, dress him up like he's a pseudo king. And mocking, but they took it. Mm-hmm. So much so they were willing to inflict pain on themselves. They went to the thorn bush and got the tree with the largest thorns. Created a crown of the north. They didn't do this with the other two thieves on the boat. Right. And they take their time to build it, and they create it, and then they take it and. Print How the world does
1: that?
0: When you align yourself with Christ and the culture and the church, gives them the okay to persecute Jesus, they turn it up and they go to denigrate him, right? And as long as you stay silent. I'm telling you, you become complicit when you laugh at the stand-up comedian. You become complicit when they misbehave in the church. You become complicit if they attack the You, so you just I'm going to mm. be quiet with this I'm going to love them quietly yeah. but, come on, Love has always been an actual word, of yeah. an actual word of yeah. And you don't have to agree with somebody To love them yeah. In fact if you love them you will disagree yeah. When they are wrong but Perhaps somebody here today maybe be Should bow down and worship Christ But instead you dis- disrespected the king by aligning yourself with the world. Yeah. Oh, uh, I want myself a degree. The problem in the church is not inactivity. It's complicity. Yeah. The world can't tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah. You want to sing like them? You want to dress like them? Turn it down. You don't want nobody offended. You want a message that they want to hear. That's complicity. And when you get complicity, you get weak. You get anemic and you can't say nothing. Yes, sir. I said it. You can't say nothing. Because you laughed at the same joke. am trying to get mad at the other slap somebody down. Him way more than they were supposed to. For no crime. Mm-hmm. And then they mock him. And they mock his royalty. Yes. Okay, I can deal with that. But then they mock his deity. Yes. Which is blasphemy. Yes. I stopped tell somebody, I found this out. This was really good. This was really good. Somebody tell us today, no matter what the world says about him, he's still the king.
1: Come yeah. <laughs> on, catch up with me.
0: No matter what they did, Billy, daughter, he was still the king. No matter what they tried to do, he was still heaven's king. No matter how low they stooped, he was still heaven's king. They flogged him, stripped him, crowned him with thorns, draped him with rags, but he was still the king. They tried to dehumanize him, but he was still be you, 100% God and 100% man. We looked at Pilate's compromise, and we looked at Pilate's complicity. Let me show you now Pilate's confession. The text says, after they did that, they brought him back to, to Pilate. Pilate then went out again. This is back facing the crowd again. And he said to them, behold, I'm bringing him to you. wants approval. You see that? That you may know. Here's his confession. I find no fault in him. Then Jesus came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. And Pilate said to them, Lord Jesus, behold the man. Let me unpack this. Beloved, when we come to this last be in scripture, we come to the truth about what Pilate believed. He was absolutely conflicted with what he thought and why he thought it. And his words now become unjust. First of all, he appoints the scourging. He presents Christ as one who's been defeated. You see that there? There he is. Right? And then secondly, he presents him as one who is innocent. I find no phone Mm -hmm. Mm anymore. Just so these people get off my back. will persecute you too even though they find no fault in you. The Christian should know be. Yes, the book says it, son. There are no fair judgments when it comes to persecuting the followers of Jesus Christ. Look, y'all, the text. Pilate knew he was innocent. But he scourged him anyway. What really got me is that second part. Verse 5. Bible says, Jesus came out
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he was wearing ah, mm-hmm. the crown of thorns and purple robe. That me to me, he was wearing the abuse. Let me say it way. He was carrying yeah. all the rejection yeah. Yeah. they put on him. Yeah. You see that there? Why is the son of God Allowing humanity to do that to him. But I don't know, I don't have the answer other I than the fact that he was dying to love them. Wow. Wow. Dying to save them so he can And he reconciled you!